Welcome to Layout, a weekly podcast about design, technology, and everything else. Our main topic for this week, the new Slack logo and online criticism. This week's episode is sponsored by DuckDuckGo and Abstract. I am back in Amsterdam, uh, and guess who's back with me? Yes. Ah, nice <laughs> little bell. Uh huh. My neighbors are gonna hate me. Hi, new neighbors. Um, I, I am very jet lagged and, and very very busy at work. So apologies for any like weirdness. Um, it's been it's been an interesting period, especially this week, because you know jet lag as well, uh, and you know we. I just uh, arrived, just came back from tri- two weeks at San Francisco, which are always amazing, uh, but incredibly busy as well. Um, and also, like, I've been, I totally underestimated how busy I would be. Um, so I didn't really get a chance to hang out and meet everyone that I wanted to. And some people that reached out to me on Twitter, I, I, I truly apologize. Like, it, it made me feel terrible, uh, but I just couldn't find the time. So apologies for that. Um, and so now I'm back, but still, you know, jet lagged and still <laughs> super busy. And it's very interesting. I don't know how much this is related to, uh, you know, a new role, a new position, new responsibilities and stuff. But I was used to, like, as you do, either you write that down or not. But like at the beginning of the day, you make a little plan for what you want to do to say you're, you know, uh, even if it's not like official or it's written down anywhere, you have a plan. And I was used to, uh you know getting to do from 90% to like 150% of things i planned to do uh in other words i was pretty good at like doing everything i wanted to do and sometimes i i was more productive and i did more than i thought um wow that's going to be out the window <laughs> <laughs> i know um uh, for the past couple of weeks i've been like in a good day i may maybe do like 50% of things i i plan for the day and so do not only do I feel like I'm not doing as much as I want it or as I feel like I need to, I also feel guilty for not doing everything I want it or set out to do. And so because you feel guilty, you start feeling a little bit depressed or like, you know, just down. And because you're feeling depressed, you're not as productive. And it's like this vicious cycle. Right. It's kind of it's kind of annoying. So <laughs> I am just like hoping that just just keep at it and eventually you know <laughs> you'll come out on the other side and it'll be fine but yeah. i'm struggling a little bit <laughs> yeah i i just I, I just think you should stop worrying if you don't get everything done that you want to do in the day i i, I think uh, some people that's what easy they to say, say. Is like you can you can only realistically do one thing every day <laughs> that is <laughs> i feel like that should be your expectation and then everything uh-huh. else is turn on the computer just done well you know a meaningful task yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like, I mean, when you have a lot of stuff on your plate, there's just like, it, the plate is so big that you can't do everything. So that's just life. Is it a plate that is big or is it a plate small and you can't fit a lot on your plate? Oh, well, maybe. I don't know. I never thought about this analogy. No, I, f- I feel like this is, it's just that there's a lot on your plate, but the plate is getting bigger. Like the problem with the plate when they say there's too much on your plate is that you can't eat everything, right? Right. Not yeah, that exactly. it doesn't fit. Yeah, okay. exactly. So it does make sense that, okay. I mean, Actually, so it doesn't matter how big it, the plate is. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it has nothing to do with this. Who knows? Two non-native English speakers <laughs> trying to discuss <laughs> these popular expressions. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to Layout. Uh, the weekly show about English and how we are we suck at it. Um, so uh, let's talk about snow. How's the how's the snow over there? So so snow. <laughs> uh, context. Um, you're talking about this my Instagram stories and then this this exchange on Twitter because oh by the way apparently you know Devin and Danae. Well yeah they're the best. They are the best indeed. They're- like, uh, so the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. Really right? Awesome. Sometimes it's annoying, but it's amazing. And I found out that Danae uh, loves Survivor. 
So uh, oh hashtag God. new besties. Wow. <laughs> every and every time I see that you guys are together, I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> I feel like That's eventually okay. like okay. it's inevitable. You will also move to Amsterdam eventually. Well, one day. We'll see about that. But... It'll be fine. I'll I'll wait. Yeah, I need I need to find my job, that's for sure. So yeah, it's snowed. It's snowed uh, yesterday, and and some of us non Canadians, effectively, <laughs> were like, "Oh, look at all this snow! Amazing!" And Devin said, "Like this feels like uh, the day after tomorrow, or whatever." Yeah. And you're like, poor innocent child. Amateurs. <laughs> uh. Here I am living in Canada, in where you know there's like minus two hundred Celsius all the time, and you have like. It's not all the time, but it was super intense, like, this past weekend. Like, it was just nuts. Minus 20 degrees, like, massive snowstorms. Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Damn, dude. Like, why? It was awesome, though. I loved it. There was nobody on the streets. It was quiet. No. We, I, but I did Don't see... Don't say that. No, I did see some people in the streets. I saw one guy that was uh, skiing, in, like, <laughs> just in the streets. He was <laughs> just skiing. Skiing to work. Yeah. <laughs> The kind, the kind of stuff you do. No big deal. Um, Dude, every time I see uh, Ricardo's uh, Instagram stories and when he goes out for well, a run just and it's minus 20 Celsius, his eyebrows are ice. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm <laughs> why, like, we as humans, we've, you know, come up with amazing technologies, including traveling, including flying out of miserable places. You don't have to put up with this. I'm just saying. You could move to a better. <laughs> warmer place no ricardo you're not allowed snow. to move i won't allow it stay here <laughs> i was actually i was talking about like all canadians like why why what are you doing it's okay what, at least like have a winter mean? winter place. what do you mean canada is great like like i don't want to live in a place in where if i go outside i may die <laughs> well you know <laughs> at least we have health care and a prime minister that's not like a like racist old guy like i don't know it's well, okay now i have to edit this but uh yeah that's also known as europe <laughs> well <laughs> our health is, uh, healthcare is amazing yeah, that's, true. Um, that's true yeah anyway europe anyway just saying this shit just try it and also uh amsterdam we have uh devon and Danae, so i know that that is a very strong point for amsterdam mm-hmm. uh you know what uh, Kevin, I don't know what's going on, but my cat is like trying to eat all the plants in the house. So can you just give me one second? I'm yeah, going to of feed course. Her. I think maybe that's it. Okay, one second. <laughs> I love how the cat's like just hungry it, and uh, just like eating everything he can. Uh-huh. Trying to like survive. <laughs> Eats a, she, a table. Your your cat's is like, am I in Survivor now? Like, is this is this it? Like, do I need to like find my own food? <laughs> Pretty much. All right, entertain entertain our our, our listeners. Okay. Da-na, da-na, da-na. This is elevator music. Okay. Guess who's back? Back again. Rafa's back. Tell a friend. Uh, Okay. So I think, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong. I think because we are designers um, and because we have a platform, a medium, and that could just just be Twitter, I think by law. You make us sound much more professional than we are. medium uh i think i think by law by designer law we have to talk about this slack new logo well of course um i think like it's funny because we had recorded last week's episode ahead of time um even Mm -hmm. though it came out after the release of the slack logo and the internet went crazy um so i feel like the storm has died down a little bit uh but maybe it gives us a better perspective to be able to talk about it yeah, that's probably for the best. You know, we've we've lived with this new logo and mm-hmm. app icon uh, for a week or more now. So, you know, it's not like hot takes. It's more of a lukewarm, <laughs> you know, <laughs> lukewarm takes, pondered reaction and takes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> lukewarm takes. Uh, show title. Um, so I think it's yeah yeah sure. I have just feeling yeah, honestly. I've been trying to avoid talking about this in like real life in public um you know because you know slack is big enough that the area of impact is very large so people like you know my fiance and uh and uh, people who are not quote-unquote techies they've seen it they use slack at work so 
they have opinions and then because i'm designer tech designer they're like hey what do you think so <laughs> i've been trying to stay away because you know i don't want to i think i do believe i generally believe that the internet overreacted and still over is still overreacting over this which is ironic when now we're going to talk about it on the internet i i see the irony but um still <laughs> so kevin i guess i can start this by asking what do you, what do you think do you, first let's just say let's just phrase this do you think do you like it or do you don't like it okay i think that's like uh well <laughs> it's i was gonna say what were you expecting I, I, what question were you <laughs> i was i was gonna say this actually i think this is a bad question but um <laughs> wow <laughs> sorry um that's okay because i think Throw like, like <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you're getting at the problem with the internet that it's do I like it or not? Um, and mm-hmm. I think this is the problem that basically so many people like fall under that trap of going, do I like this or do I not? Um, and I think for me, I don't have like a general thing that is like, oh, this is something I like. This is something I don't. I think generally... I have a lot of questions about this logo, um, but uh, like I don't know. We can we can get into into some of those. My first thoughts on this is that feels very generic as a logo. Like it just wait more generic than the pound sign oh, that they had before. Yeah, so much more generic. No than the pound sign. Oh yeah, disagree. Okay, let me make my case. Um, okay, so. The hashtag logo, as we'll call it, um, was very symbolic with Slack. Like, this is how Slack works. Like, the the core concept of it is the Slack channels. Um, And it was very much something that is of its, its era. Like, you, it's like, you can tell that it's not something that was, from 20 years ago, it's like hashtags have become more of a thing in the last, last years, and it's how the product works. Um, so there was like some kind of connotation there to the actual thing. That's number one. Number two, I think they really owned plaid in a way that no other company had before. And I think that's completely different. Like we have so many logos that use blue uh yellow red green uh in as their colors for their brand but who uses plaid really um and i think uh, john gruber was making the argument that um the socks they had like literally just had were plaid socks um and you could immediately tell they were slack um so i think there was something that was immediately recognizable within it um and that made sense for the product um and so when i look at this logo now um and like we can put some examples but like some people are saying like it kind of reminds them of uh, the microsoft office logo like the old one um hmm. looks like the microsoft office look logo looks like the uh actual microsoft logo um there's a bunch of other tools there's a um tool that we use at shopify that's uh casper self-service thing um it's basically like an enterprise um sort of app store type thing that is uh, like also uses these four colors um and is sort of in a similar shape it's just i find that like to me my first reaction was like oh yeah like this kind of looks like every other uh corporate type logo um so that's number one number two i feel like I kind of just see a plus now and I've we've completely lost the hashtag which I thought had way more of a meaning than plus like it's like what does that mean what does a what's plus mean you know like I think it's like completely bland and generic can mean literally anything whereas the hashtag before had like an actual connection with the product um which I feel like they they've lost it's not the end of the world because it's not like that connection was that important anyways. But I think there is something that has been lost. Um, 
Now, what do I think about the actual execution of it? Um, I think it's been pretty well executed. Like, like everything works, you know, like this is a logo that's the logo's fine. Like, it's not a bad logo per se. I think like my complaints that I would have about it is like, I don't know that it's a logo that only works for Slack. Like, it feels like a a logo that could work for almost literally anything. Um, And I like logos that tip their hand a little bit more where you're like, this logo would not work for this company that company this company that company so in this case i think we've got something that's like that's that's good and very solid but is so generic um number i have forget where i'm at with the numbers but (laughs) um 17 I'll, I'll, i'll just drop the numbers but um there was another kind of interesting aspect. I think if you read the blog post, they talk about some of the rationale for the logo. And I think they, you know, like Slack is good at writing <laughs> generally. I don't know who writes their things. They probably have a big team who, who writes these things, but they have a lot of personality in the writing um, in contrast to their logo now, I feel like. But, um, oh, zing. But they do they do have a lot of personality, and I think it's it's pretty great. Um, even just looking at their Slack, uh, their sorry, their Twitter um, account, uh, just like just has a lot of personality. Um, and uh, I think their write up was pretty good. Generally, like the way that it was written, like it wasn't super like designer bullshit type stuff. Like where it's oh, like the ratio the golden ratio of these things and look at the angle of this shape or whatever um there was none of that like it was pretty plain language and everything um the reasons they gave are reasons that like it didn't require this logo redesign entirely like they point to how a lot of their marketing messages um uh, and like marketing graphics ended up being very different stylistically and i can see that but that has nothing to do with their logo um the same way with how they talk about um how like they haven't been able to be like really consistent like there are ways to make the existing logo they have to be consistent um not saying that they should go with the like keep their existing logo like i think it's fine to evolve your brand um but i just feel like some of the rationale felt uh it didn't ring true to me you know like a part of me feels like some of this should have been like we want to evolve how we're being perceived because i think if they're trying to say look we're we want to get into big businesses and we need to appear more serious and this is why we did it then it's like well there's no way to argue that because this is what they've made you know but i feel like if it's the reasons they gave were like well it was hard like there was 11 colors in our logo and wanted fewer it's like okay but it i can't connect those lines back to this like i can see that this has fewer colors but it like it didn't require you to do all of that um then one thing we can get into is uh pentagram's article <laughs> which i think was uh equally <laughs> kind of interesting and ridiculous um for other reasons um they show a lot of their iterations which like kudos to them for showing some of the work in progress i'm a big fan of showing work that's maybe not finished or just kind of um something that you didn't explore till the end or that they didn't end up liking um but some of these explorations are complete like complete garbage like there's one that has the app icon as just the hand emoji (laughs) and this is like like some of them feel like oh no we should we should share more it or more yeah can you come up with something real quick yeah it just seems like filler like even the one with the Uh the slack with the at sign like it's just just like doesn't make it it has to be a joke Yeah. yeah like you can't be serious um what they do show is also like different applications. And I think I always find those to be really interesting because to me, like a new logo is more than just 
the logo file that you that you get but it's more around like how you apply that branding into different ways mm. um and i don't know i i think it's kind of funny like the examples that pentagram decided to use because it they're <laughs> i feel like they're pretty old school kind of ways to think about a brand like they show like a uh, bus stop <laughs> printed sign and a uh, magazine spread <laughs> like mm-hmm. i mean those are fine but i'm i don't know that this is where uh, slack advertises the most uh, on the other hand maybe it it speaks to hey slack is trying to be like a look like a more serious business for big companies now so they want to start advertising to these bigger things um so but like i know they had a big spread on new york times actually like that's where the new logo leaked yeah first um so but i find like if i'm looking at these examples i don't think that's successful (laughs) like it, it 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 doesn't make any sense like when you look at these there's so the bus sign um like you kind of have to look at it um i won't like attempt to describe it too much but um like obviously like you could see the the i don't know the people are have been calling them like the like squirts (laughs) but um they're kind of meant to be speech bubbles yeah they're kind of meant to be speech bubbles but this like a mock-up that they created that just has like a bunch of speech bubbles like bigger and smaller ones in uh, like on the same line i'm like what is this supposed to represent like i have no clue like it doesn't make any sense like that's not how people chat like that's like it's not like a back and forth there's different colors on the same line um it's also it kind of because they have the different length it kind of looks like Morse code to me, <laughs> like short, long, long, short, 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 long. Maybe they're, they're long, trying short. to. By the way, the, the two sizes, two shapes are from the logo. Yeah, also. I yeah I know but that. Like, maybe there's some Morse code for like send help, please. Yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, it's like this. I don't know. I feel like that's not helpful at all. Like it's just like kind of okay. weird. Um, and even the ma- the kind of magazine page they have shows like two bubbles connected to each other and then two separate bubbles connected to the same one and i'm just like what is this supposed to be like forking conversations like it's just very very strange and it seems to me like attention has been placed more on the visual look because again this looks very visually pleasing like this looks nice as a random pattern but i just feel like there's not that much meaning to that um so yeah like generally i think it's not the end of the world i think it's generally well executed but i do feel like we've lost something and i'm i don't know i'm kind of tired a little bit of these rebrandings that just kind of like suck out a lot of the life of the original brand um i think the my last point that i would bring um is actually a tweet from someone um that showed a uh, an example of what they would do different that would just basically like take the same logo as is but try really try your best to help it connect with the old one and what they've done is they've connected um they've changed the way the colors work to to make it look more like a hashtag um and i feel like to me i'd I would have felt better with that because then it makes it less look like a plus. It makes it more familiar with the other one. Um, it still has kind of a lot of the qualities that they want, um, but it's it still like doesn't completely move away from its past identity. So I kind of like that as like a sort of boring redesign. Like it's not one of like that you'd see on Dribble, you know, but uh, it's like, what's like a small little tweak? Because I don't think this is completely off. I think this is just a little bit off. So those are my thoughts generally on the logo. What do you think? So the thing about talking about the same topic right after Kevin is that you just said almost everything I wanted to say. So thanks, man. <laughs> uh, I agree with pretty much everything you said um i think i empathize and i agree with like the effectively effectively the brief of this re- redesign rebrand uh i understand that people were misusing your logo uh your logo didn't work against dark backgrounds 
Um, and so, and probably, yes, that more enterprisey thing, we, know look, we want to look more serious. Um, I, I, I can understand and I can empathize with, with all those things that they were trying to fix. And I feel like there's, there, there were a million ways, less disruptive ways of solving those issues without effectively like going way too far and now it's completely off and and you lose not only you lose like some of that uh some of that like hinting you know with the hashtag with the actual product um uh, some of that like playful uh takes on on the shapes in the product and whatever in this in this case the hashtag but also you i think they lost a lot of brand recognition um like i said before they had the plaid or like just just this colorful texture and you would associate it with with slack immediately um and uh you know their their app icons they were not really the logo even but it was might as well like it's super recognizable just the fact that people use it this is an app that people use so much if they use it like if you use slack at work use slack all every day you know all day yeah. <laughs> it's always there um and so you lose that uh, so much that it's been it's been a week and I've been living with this logo and this app icon, which, by the way, they call app buttons. Oh, my no. God. Yeah. That um, is just yeah. But horrible. anyway, <laughs> so I've been living with these, with these icons for a week or whatever. And I still, I found myself, like today, I found myself on my iPad and I was looking to, you know, I was looking for the Slack uh, app icon. I was like, I could have swore, I, I swore they were on my dock, but they were not. So I was like flipping through screens trying to look for it. And it was like in front of me the whole time. I just... <laughs> just passed it like I, my eyes didn't recognize that or as like slack and even today like i do command tab and i'm like it takes a while for me to just like look for the sim for the uh, for the icon it doesn't you know doesn't jump out at me anymore yeah. and maybe that's just because my i have to rewire my brain now to associate this but uh so as an app icon i think it fails even harder than as a logo because like you said i think this is a i think this is a great logo i think this is a good interesting fun logo but it doesn't look like slack and yeah. so i i feel like they lost that and you know i've been a this tweet has been around from uh, louis mantia he like offered like a an alternative something like that effectively looks exactly like the old slack logo with uh, enough tweaks that would solve for all these problems that they listed um about about pentagram and that that the article that you know that post that they share the case study whatever this feels like Pentagram never used Slack before. <laughs> and they took their logo and they tried to redesign it. Because, um, you know, I feel like they, maybe they didn't even know, like, oh, do you know that you actually use the pound sign, the hashtag in the product that's that's short for channels? I feel like they didn't even know that. Like, they didn't realize that. And the chat bubble was like, do you know that Slack doesn't use chat bubbles at all? <laughs> Have you used the product? <laughs> Um, so it feels, it feels like, yeah, it's like a more of an old school approach to this. And so I feel like they lost that a little bit. And also, you know, you mentioned the, their tone and voice, their writing uh, and their social media presence. Slack, it, I feel like they're toning it down a little bit and they probably should, but, uh, Slack, you know, in the early days, their Twitter account was amazing. It was the yeah. funniest corporate uh, Twitter account. Uh, I yeah, I mean, you say that they should tone it down, but I don't. I don't know about that. Like, I. I feel like they. I should. didn't say they should. <laughs> okay, maybe I. Say, maybe I, I, I wish they, they wouldn't. Like, like, I understand because, yeah. like, that type of whimsical thing. It's very hard to scale that, because um, then people get offended yeah. for everything, and it's and you know, it's it's way harder to do that at at this larger scale mm -hmm. when you have like I don't know how many users they have, but. I assume all of them. Uh, so I understand. I mean, maybe I said they shouldn't. That's not what I meant. Uh, I just mean I understand that they would turn that down. Right. Yeah. Because um, I think other companies like uh, Netflix have Twitter accounts that are pretty funny. Like the, uh, they're pretty good even at their scale. And I think Netflix has even less of that in their product. Like Slack is even in the product is pretty playful. So, yeah, I don't know. Well, this speaking is... of rebrands and, re and logos. Netflix rebrand, not that long ago, like two years or something ago, super successful. Yeah, that was that was really <laughs> okay. great. Um, so anyway, uh, okay, uh, I think... wait, I have a couple more things. Um, mm -hmm. so <laughs> I have a question for you. Um, so because I'm kind of interested in the meta aspect of all of this, 
<laughs> basically as much as I'm interested in the logo. So as you often often see when these things happen, obviously people have opinions <laughs> and they go to Twitter uh, to talk about their opinions and the redesigns and the takes and the hot takes. Um, I never noticed. And then there's the second level, which is all the people who complain about the people complaining about the Twitter. <laughs> have you noticed that? And now you want to comment on the people who complain about the people who complain. Well, about that's kind design? of like <laughs> w- what my question is, is like, where do you stand on this? Like, do you are you the people who complain about the people who complain? Or are you a kind of person that complains about the people who complain about the people who complain? <laughs> so I know I know I'm talking about this on a podcast. I know. But I didn't tweet about it. I st- I do believe that the Internet in general overreacts to all of this. But I also believe that it's healthy, it's human, it's interesting to comment on these things. So I'm not say I'm not gonna say like don't complain about a logo redesign. Like people work really hard on it. Like yeah. <laughs> but isn't that the point of like of a logo is for people to see it and and feel emotions about it, you know? <laughs> and like we're doing this in public and the logo is you know arguably the most public part of a company is their logo like that's their face right <laughs> way more even than the product itself so uh i think that people probably overreact because at the end of the day this is a logo and this is design work and it's it's okay and we'll get used to it or whatever but i think people should you know should voice their opinions because otherwise like apathy 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 whatever the word is like if you don't feel anything you don't express your opinions on anything like that is the terrible uh universe uh for me so yeah i uh, i completely agree with answer? that yeah okay yeah i i feel like you know of course people are going to complain about it they complain about it because they care <laughs> um and yeah like there's obviously going to be people that have the worst takes um and they're bad but <laughs> Like this is this is what people like. This is the whole point of Twitter is you just you don't follow these people. Like just follow the people whose takes you want to see. Well, I guess now it's a little bit harder with Twitter that always shows random stuff you don't follow in your timeline. But if you're using a good client like Tweetbot, then you're fine. Um, and just, I am glad. I think you can criticize stuff without offending anything or anyone. Yeah. Yeah, and I think to, an to me that's it. that's what I'm more mostly interested in. It's the um the sort of criticism that is not sensational like it's not screaming bloody murder it's just let's like break this break this down like into the different chunks and like really think this like think this through and analyze this uh and i think to me that's like an important and interesting conversation to have i do not think that the creators have to listen <laughs> uh in fact i would like if you're ever releasing a rebranding i highly recommend taking a little break off the internet for a while after you do that um but generally i think like having these kind of conversations is uh, at least of interest to me um and and i also think that the argument that people make often is like nobody's gonna care in a month um that's that's fine like most people don't care about issues that are way bigger than this like like in the news like just days after they happened like just look at like shootings that happen effectively every day in the united states like people's attention span is going to be short it doesn't mean we can't we shouldn't talk about something um Mm -hmm. and i think especially for logos (sighs) like I don't think it's ever happened that a company has like significantly changed their logo after getting their feedback. I think the most that happened is like a total revert, (laughs) Um, like the gap. I don't think they should revert back, by the way. But I don't think they should revert back either. Like I feel like they've they've already gone that path, gone gone down that path, and I feel like like at this point it's not going to change. Like everything's set, you know. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's not going to change, but I think there's something to be said about uh, studying the evolution of just logos in general. And I definitely see a trend of logos getting more 
boring over time just generally mm-hmm. and i think that's an, uh, an interesting point to comment on okay agreed so the last thing i want to give a shout out to is um uh, garrett miller on twitter um uh, garrett miller who's a designer um at slack um had a, a thread on twitter basically the day of the redesign that i thought was really interesting because that's kind of another side to rebranding projects like this like rebranding a company like Slack requires massive amounts of efforts like across mm-hmm. the entire company. Um, and I think the way that they rolled out this change was actually very well done. Like everything just changed overnight, like almost perfectly. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's pretty impressive. And he talks a little bit about that um, and how they started engineering work in December they audited every single image in their code base and coordinated updates uh, and basically create a system so that they could all be updated at once. Um, That's they, impressive. Yeah, and they even um, like swapped the logos on their offices <laughs> like nice. at the same time as everything. Like that is That's impressive. really impressive. Um, so, you know, we may not like whatever we ended up with, but I think... Slack has been very effective in executing on that uh, rebranding. Um, and I think they mm-hmm. deserve a bit of credit uh, for that. So um, I'll put a link to the, that thread and you can go and read it. Oh, right. Do you know who also deserves credit? Uh, our sponsor for this week. What a segue. What a segue. <laughs> Amazing. That That's fine. Very good. We are pros. Professional podcasters. All right, so this week's sponsor is DuckDuckGo, and DuckDuckGo is setting the new standard of trust online. They're empowering people to take control of information. And nowadays, we kind of don't know that we're being tracked online until it's too late. You know, you learn about a data breach or something happened, um, and that's when you learn that your information had been tracked all this time. At DuckDuckGo, they don't think the internet should feel so creepy um, and getting the privacy you deserve should be as simple as closing the blinds in your windows. So um, how do you do? How do you use it? You can just go and set DuckDuckGo as your default browser. Um, So if you're using Safari, like you just go into the settings um, and you totally forget about it. Um, And I've been, I've done this. I've been using it and honestly, I have to say, I really like it. One things that one of the things that I really like is it's really fast. It's really good. And I kind of feel better about not being tracked everywhere. Um, so like you don't have to be self-conscious about some of the stuff that you're searching for. Um, designing ethically is part of their mission. And that's something that I think more companies should do. Um, like ethics is such an important part of all the work that we do today and i think it's so great that they really care about it the whole company feel that they have this responsibility to design it ethically um, to support their mission so uh they are currently hiring they're looking for remote positions for senior visual designers so if you're interested which honestly i think who wouldn't be like this is such a great mission and such a great team you can uh go and work with them and make the internet a safer place by designing new products at DuckDuckGo. so where do you go you go to duckduckgo.com hiring that's duckduckgo.com hiring so our thanks to duckduckgo for sponsoring this week's episode of layout have you seen the new uh, Twitter, Twitter's web interface site thing? I saw a screenshot of it, but I haven't like had time to dig you into it. You don't have it. Do you like it? Uh, I never use the web interface for Twitter. So. Yeah, I mean, I prefer it over what they had before. It's way cleaner. Uh, I've been using it more just because I've been doing, you know, for some not on purpose, but for some reason I've been doing like a lot of hiring through twitter you know just a lot of dms and, mm. and people have been like dming me more than usual so i've when i'm at my computer like tweetbot unfortunately because api restrictions and stuff if you're like dming back and forth with people you just have that delay kills you especially when like i have the, the official twitter apps oh yeah like, that's bad installed. so you hear the notification like oh you got it but you know wait three minutes or four um 
so that's not good. So I've been using that. Um, I've been using the web interface a lot more. And I don't know if you follow me on Twitter or not, but I've been using Android also for a while, and there's no tweet bot on Android. Look at that. Uh, so I've, I've been trying to use more of the official Twitter app, but it still kills me that you don't have any, any type of timeline sync. Like, I don't trust that. Like, I know I, I'm losing tweets. I'm not seeing tweets. I just know that. And there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> and it freaks me out a little bit. But anyway, but, by the way, that more on that Android thing. Like, I'm doing this for science. I'm doing this for the show. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, hint, hint, sneak peek. Uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, it's my first Android phone ever, and I've been really using it like full time for a while. So more on that in a future show. Yeah, that'll be really interesting. I have also been using the first party Twitter client um, more lately, <laughs> and I have to say I kind of like it. Like I've gotten used mm-hmm. to a lot of the things. I love the uh, how do you call it? Like the Fab um, thing action button from Android. Floating action the floating material design thing. Yeah. Oh, that's the one thing I don't like it. Uh, I I love it. Like the it just grows on me. I've I use I it like all the time it. in things, and I love it. Like my favorite interaction ever, which is like dragging the plus around to like decide where you want the new note to happen. Um, I don't oh. know, and I even like using it on Twitter. I just like it. It's great. Like I and I like how the top navigation just like disappears as you're scrolling. Like that's that's pretty good. Um, I've also given mm-hmm. up on re- reading all my tweets, so there's that. I don't need timeline syncing anymore. I can just go to the top. Mm-hmm. The only thing I'm kind of worried about is it's it creates an addiction for uh, notifications because it notifies mm-hmm. you about so many things. Like you you get like a badge so easily that. I mm-hmm. I feel I see myself like going in. I don't have the the notification like I won't get the thing on my lock screen or anything. But I've noticed myself open the app to just be like, let me see if there's like anything that I'm missing here. <laughs> um so that's maybe the one downside, but otherwise it's been mostly fine. I kind of ignored the ads um even though I would totally pay if I could remove it. Um, Have you checked their like push notification settings thing? Yeah. Okay. If you tweak, if I assume you tweak that, I yeah. have everything but, off. Oh dang! Okay. I never get notifications, uh, but you still DMs? get the tab. You know what I mean? Like, there's gonna be a badge within. Oh, the I see, 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 see. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. Yeah, uh, the badge, like the app. What do you call it? Damn it! The badge on the app icon. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't uh, have any of that. I only have for DMs, but yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I, tot- I can totally see that. So, okay, question. Uh, uh, how? What do you think of getting in your timeline the, like, this person liked this tweet? I dislike it um, uh, sort of philosophically, but you know what? I've seen, I've seen a lot of tweets that I, like this that I enjoyed seeing. <laughs> So I mm. think I I end up being kind of on the it's fine side now. Um like whenever there's something that I don't really particularly care for, I'm like, uh, you know what? That like I wish I didn't have that, but then every time I get something and I'm like, "Oh, wow, that's really interesting." Then it kind of makes up for it. So, yeah, I think it's I don't know. I think it's fine generally. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I have seen a lot more like tweets that I feel like I shouldn't be looking at. Right. Uh, for example, I think I just recently someone was complaining about like Relay FM membership or something. Um, like why would I even pay for this shit? Because I still get ads or whatever. Like kind of like that. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Douche move. Saw that too. See, and the reason why I saw that was on my timeline was just because Mike replied to the guy right. saying. Like, well, you don't have to use it. Sorry, I feel that way or whatever. Like, it's those types of, like, I feel like I shouldn't be looking at that. <laughs> I don't know. Like, those are the types of tweets that you try to hide yeah. a little bit. Like, not try to hide. Like, you don't want to bring attention to it, right? This guy's being an asshole. Um, like, I would never retweet this, right? So, But they still eventually get, quote, unquote, retweeted because it's on my timeline now. So, that, that anyway. Um I'm I'm in the same boat. Like I I'm liking it way more than more. Uh, just uh, I still haven't. I'm still not super comfortable with the fact that I'm not 
I, I'm losing, I'm missing tweets in a way. But, you know, yeah, it's okay, I guess. <laughs> cool. Um, I, I've seen a lot of people like on the streets. You know how like when maybe you're sharing a ride with, on the lift with some person and you, you know, I don't want to be creepy, but like I look at their phones and how they're using it. I I, I find that fascinating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like how people don't use the, like if they're on iOS, they don't use the swipe from the left to go back in screens. Like why wouldn't, do you not know about it? Or like, so they have to reach for the top left. Anyway, stuff like that. Uh, so I see a lot of people using Twitter uh, with the official Twitter app and the way they use it is they load it and they see new tweets, they tap to go all the way to the top, and then they read, you know, they scroll down. So, you know, reverse chronologically, I guess. And that is like, that is bananas to me. <laughs> but, but like, I'm worried that people are using it that way, and so Twitter will, of course, design and optimize for that, as they should, probably. But I feel like I am definitely in the minority, and I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not the average user and they will never design and optimize stuff for me and that is that kind of makes me sad but it's okay i guess <laughs> yeah i mean we don't have to rehash the whole twitter thing um yeah we don't sorry 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 okay one thing though um <laughs> um hijacking the conversation um did you hear that they are changing the dark mode to not be blue anymore and be more like a true black and if no. so, have you heard about uh, like uh, how do you where do you fall on this? Do you like it? Do you not? I have it's the first time I'm hearing this. So, so yeah, that so someone said blue hue tone dark. Yeah, someone said like, hey, uh, they they were like, add Jack. Uh, why is the Twitter dark mode so blue? And I was like, that's a good question. I was just talking about it with Kayvon. We're gonna change it to black. <laughs> Ugh. And then people were were really mad about this because they were like, oh, "We like the blue. Don't don't replace it. Make an additional option, and so on and so forth." So, mm-hmm. but I'm curious what you, you use the dark mode. Can 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 you not like have it switch from dark mode to light mode? No, uh, you can do that on Android oh. apparently, but not on iOS. So if you have your okay. your Android phone, you can do that. Cool, cool, cool. Do you use it? Do you use the dark mode? Yeah, it's uh, exclusively in dark mode. <laughs> Right, well, okay, not me. I would, yeah. if I had the option to automatically change it, I would take that option. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not going to switch every, every day and night like an animal. <laughs> yeah, no, that is bananas. Maybe it'll be, uh, if I use it in light mode, it'll be a deterrent. Like, it'll keep me from checking Twitter in bed because that will blind me. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <Burn> my ass. <laughs> so. It's like people that have that make their phone uh, grayscale <laughs> to avoid mm-hmm. spending too much time on mm-hmm. it. It's your version of that. Just put blinding your eyes. <laughs> it's widescreen. Before we get to recommendations, let me tell you about our second sponsor for this week. Abstract is design workflow management for product design teams using Sketch. Let's face it, the workflows and tools available to growing design teams are still largely behind the times, especially when you compare to the tools used by developers. We spend a frustrating amount of time searching for files, exporting them from one tool and importing into another, consolidating feedback from multiple sources, and never really knowing what changes have been incorporated and approved. Abstract is your team's source of truth. So it's kind of like GitHub, but for designers. It brings all of your design workflow into a single, unified place for designers, developers, and stakeholders to collaborate and keep work moving forward. With Abstract, you can version design files, present work, request reviews, collect feedback, and give developers direct access to all specs, all from one place. In just two years, Abstract has already over 100,000 users and is now used by companies like Intuit, Zappos, MailChimp, Shopify, and thousands of others. I can't imagine how we would manage our design system without Abstract. So if you're interested, you can sign your team up for a free 30-day trial by heading over to goabstract.com. So if you tweet at them, so that's at goabstract, and mention the show, so that's at layoutfm, you'll be entered for a chance to win a $500 credit to your business plan. Our thanks to Abstract for sponsoring this week's episode of Layout. Let's do recommendations. 
<laughs> do you have recommendations or i do have I recommendation okay okay look at that so my recommendation this week is this app called auto sleep have you heard of this before yeah i yeah i use it i've been using it for a long time oh awesome um so basically what this app does is it tracks your sleep automatically without you having to do anything which i love um because all the other apps i've tried in the past require you to actively use the app as like your timer or not timer but your alarm clock um so basically you have to like start it when you go to bed and then it wakes you up in the morning what this does is you just live your life and they will track your sleep whenever you sleep and the way they do this they have two modes the first mode is they will track it um like through your apple watch if you wear an apple watch to at night um in bed um i don't do that i don't want to have wear an apple watch constantly all the time um so they have the second mode which is like perfect for me which is they start kind of the tracking whenever you take off your apple watch um and your phone has stopped moving so it's like sort of trying to be smart with some of the sensor data to be able to tell when they should be um starting the tracking and honestly i kind of like the app like there's some like weird aspects of it um like it's not perfect but generally i think it helps me get a better picture of how long i sleep um and i've recently read um the why we sleep book (laughs) which um i don't know if i would recommend this book to be honest like it's it's a little long (laughs) but if you get your hands on it i think it's um there's some chapters that are good but basically it it goes on to explain like why sleep is important um and for me it, there was there was a big chunk of the book that is just like trying to convince you on why sleep is important and i was like yeah that's fine i get that like i'm already sold <laughs> um uh-huh. but what i was interested in is like some of the um more like actionable things they can do to have better sleep um and I, like i don't think anything there is like a mind-blowing kind of uh statement but um something it made me more aware of is like trying to have a consistent sleep schedule um and this app kind of makes me uh, just a little bit more aware of of my what my sleep schedule is and when i have uh differences and I, where I, when i'm not consistent um one thing that's great too i think is they give you your sleep debt <laughs> or your sleep credit um Mm-hmm. And I think that's just like a really helpful way to know like, oh, yeah, like this is why every weekend like I stay in bed really, really late because I just re- I just need to catch up on my sleep debt. Um, and it just makes me more aware that like if I've been accumulating sleep debt, which, you know, that happens in life, like sometimes you just have to go to bed later. Uh, but then I try to catch up on it uh, in the following days and go to bed a little bit earlier than I would normally. So very good app um i think it brings me insightful information and i think it's because a lot of the apps that are tracking your health stuff i find that they don't give you back information in a useful way and i feel like this app does make some like useful usage of that information so check it out boom also it uh, syncs with uh, a health kit so if you then use apps like gyroscope or whatever that information uh is passed around so it's pretty cool all uh, right what about you um, what's your recommendation my recommendation is a brand <laughs> it's called uh kinto i hope that's how you pronounce it it's a japanese brand and they just make a bunch of like uh, tableware you know lifestyle items it's it's kind of random what they actually do which i love by the way um so i think they probably have origins in in coffee gear probably because there's a lot of that so if you're uh if you're familiar with the brand uh hario for all the coffee gear uh, they they have a lot of similar products but like in their own oh yeah i've design seen some style. of these things before um their like ceramics are amazing like i love those mugs i love those i i fell in love with um with one of their uh, ramen bowls, which I don't, it was amazing. I don't know. I've been really into it lately, um, and I, so I just got the their they call it the traveler tumbler. Effectively, it's like a thermos. Um, they can like a travel thermos, 
uh, but like the design is impeccable. I love it. Um, and it's like, it has a bunch of like cool technologies and installation stuff. So it's a good, it, they're good items, but they have an incredible aesthetic and sense of design. And I've, I just want to buy all items, every <laughs> item from their catalog. Um, I found them by like, there's a store here, like right next to my, to my place. Uh, it's called six and Sons. So if you're in, uh, if you're in Amsterdam, you can check it out. I'm going to link. I'm going to leave a link in the show notes, but it's a store like they sell, they sell, um, clothes and home, home goods, lifestyle stuff. Uh, and so I saw their, their tumbler there, their thermos. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> um, and so now I've been really into this, <laughs> really into this brand. Very cool. They yeah. have a, they have a site, uh, like if you're in the U S you can go to their website, uh, links in the show notes. It's quintostore.com. Uh, so you can go to their website and buy their products. If you're in Europe, uh, they have a European site, um, uh, but they don't. The store is not open yet, so like you just have to look for a retail, uh, you know, around you. Uh, I guess that sells these. So anyway, cool. really yeah. into it. And if you're in Montreal, there is a store in Oldport that sells a lot of their products. So. Boom! There you go. <laughs> you can DM me, and I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Um. Cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I haven't tried the Tumblr yet, but I've definitely seen it in the store and was like super close to buy it. So Aww. now I have oh, your sweet. seal of approval. Uh, can I ask you which color did you get? I got the... Uh, this was really, really hard, by the way. <laughs> it was really hard. But I got the white. Mm. The white one. I think it looks the most interesting visually. Yeah. Um, by the way, they're... Just to keep in mind, if you're buying one of these tumblers, um, the the like the metal color, metallic color, I guess, it lacks like another layer of like it's almost leathery feel. I don't think it's leather, but it's like this. You know, there's a different texture to it, right? If you order a color one, uh, a colorful one, so the metallic is like you don't have that that extra layer of material, I guess. So it's metal. It gets colder or warmer, depends conducts uh heat let's say so just keep that in mind cool all right so before we go should we give some shout outs to peeps yeah let's let's do it sorry for the delay i was looking up on this <laughs> website um okay let me pull this up um all right so a uh, first shout out to to jai mitchell uh Thanks a lot for the feedback. I really appreciate it. Um, we I, really, really do. Yeah, Jai gave us some really good feedback in some like super constru- constructive way. Um, and I think if the entire internet <laughs> gave feedback the way that Jai did, <laughs> um, it would be a much better place. So thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Um, so next one is uh, Dmitry Vernchuk. Um so Dimitri, he reached out to us on Twitter and he recommends, hey, recommendations. He recommends that we watch this uh, this uh, design documentary. It's called uh, Design Canada <laughs> Documentary Film. And apparently it's from the same uh, same folks uh, that did uh, the Alvetica and Rams uh, one. By the way, I still haven't checked the Rams uh, documentary. Uh, and I still haven't checked the, the Fire Festival documentary that everyone is talking about. Well, I'm there's, there's actually two. Uh, yeah, I'm also, also going to Yeah, that, one on Hulu, one on Netflix. Yeah. Apparently, like, the Netflix one is a better one, I think. Yeah. Um, that's good because I don't have Hulu. But just a real-time follow-up. So he says that um, it is at the same caliber as Helvetica and Rams. Uh, oh, because it is not apologies. directed apologies. by the same uh, director. So just Apologies. Um, but yeah so check it out maybe um, we can both listen to it and uh, talk about it in some future episode so stay tuned for Mm -hmm. that and lastly uh, listener Lucas Lucas Morales um, he reached out to us and I guess it should go on a follow up category but uh, uh, in a previous episode we mentioned how like Apple's uh, privacy concerns over Google's and some you know how we assume that uh, not a lot of people would take that as like a way a reason to switch. Uh, but guess what? Uh, Lucas did just that. Uh, he switched from Android to iOS, um, mainly due to um, Apple's uh, privacy uh, things. So thanks for the feedback and uh, thanks for the follow-up, I guess. <laughs> thanks, Lucas. And with that, that's all, 
that's all of the shoutouts we have for the week. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at LayoutFM. Uh, I am at Rafa Hari, and Kevin is at Vernal Kick. You can find the show notes for this episode and uh, links to all the other episodes, uh, links to subscribe if you haven't before. Uh, you can find that all that in our website. That's layout.fm. And um, uh, this show is part of the Spec FM network. So if you're looking for uh, more shows to listen to, uh, check them out. They are um, The website is spec.fm. Um, our thanks to our two sponsors for the week, DuckDuckGo and Abstract. All right. And with that, I think that's it. It's 1 a.m. I'm going to go to sleep. Bye. <laughs> Bye.